Welcome back to The Old Goal of Truth. I'm Bryce. And I'm Alex. This show is all about exploring self-improvement through philosophy. This season, we're studying Nicomachean Ethics by Aristotle. And this past week, we studied Book 2. If you're just joining us now, we encourage you to start at the beginning of the season and read along with us. So, um, Bryce, how, how are you? Um, well, this week was pretty terrible, so, you know... Yeah, I haven't slept well. What, what's been wrong with your sleep? Like, what's been holding you back from getting a proper sleep? Honestly, I have no idea. Frankly, I haven't really had a, at least many great sleeps for the past seven years. So I just don't sleep well anymore. Anymore? So what was it, what was it that uh, allowed you to sw- sleep well before? I don't know. I just know that for the past seven years, I haven't been sleeping that great. Maybe that's something that we can think about is, is, is how to how to get better sleeps. Because I was just telling you that I just figured out now um, how, how to sleep. Because <laughs> I always wake up sore. But I think I figured out like a position to sleep in to, to make it better. Um, yeah. Do you think that could be part of the problem? Possibly, yeah. Like there there's some nights where, where I sleep for six to eight hours um so like i get a in a sense a full night's sleep um but it's just it's not like good quality sleep um and then there's other nights where i'm up like every hour or two yeah maybe maybe we should do an episode on sleeping on getting better sleep or find some resources or something yeah that'd be cool alex how has how has your week been obviously you did say that uh you you may have found a, a good position to sleep in. Yeah, so I always, I don't know, I have this thing where for some reason I always fall asleep on my side. Like that's usually how I fall asleep quickest. But I always get better sleeps when I sleep on my back. And so I'm I'm trying to transition and figure out a way to just, um, I guess, lay on my back kind of meditate my way to sleep um and and that's that's been helping i also i sleep with a pillow under my back and kind of my my head hanging off of it i don't know that's comfortable for me i don't know if anybody else does that but that's how i have found it to be comfortable to sleep it puts my shoulders back puts my head back um and it just kind of it feels better uh, for me, at least, and so, um, yeah, that's that. That's been how I've I've been sleeping. Um, I don't use a pillow in the the normal way. The pillow is not not really for my head. I also just got a new mattress, um, which is so much better. Uh, at the the school I go to, the all the apartments they come with mattresses, right, and. Um, and we're supposed to use those ones, but I have rebelled uh, because I am tired of sleeping on springs wrapped in, wrapped in plastic, um, and and so that's been helping my sleep a little bit. Maybe that's something you can try. I don't know, but otherwise, this week was really really good until yesterday, and I, there was nothing wrong with yesterday. There was it was a day like any other, but I just I just wasn't feeling it. I just wasn't feeling like being productive. I, um, I, I did a half job on, on an assignment that I had to do yesterday. Um, 
and yeah, don't feel don't feel great about it, but today's a lot better. Um, and and I just kind of always try and take that perspective that all you have to do is wake up um, the next day. Just go to bed, wake up tomorrow, and and get on with it. So uh, for our physical follow up, Bryce, you mentioned you were going to do a lot more reading. Specifically, I went back and listened. You mentioned you would do um, two 45-minute increments of reading, and you also talked about doing workouts every morning, at least you know some, some level of reps until 6.30, I think you said the time was. So uh, why don't you fill us in on how that went? Uh, so the beginning of the week, uh, it started out actually really well. Um, and then it just kind of stopped. <laughs> I, I ended up, um, on, on Thursday and Friday, I ended up having to go into work at seven. Um, so, which didn't even give me a chance. And I know for our walks, they've been kind of sporadic this week. Um, just because I don't know if it was this week or last week that your your alarms weren't going off, and then this week just because I haven't been getting good sleep. Um, either I just said go for the walk without me, or um, I cut my walk short because I was I had to leave for work early. Um, so yeah, this this week was really a, a messed up week. So I'm gonna gonna retry it because I did enjoy. Um, did enjoy it when I was doing it. Um, so I'm gonna, gonna try it again, um, this week. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, our weeks, our walks this week were not great. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully, hopefully going forward, we can kind of improve that because yeah, we kind of goofed. I, I do think that we did a decent job at not giving up on them, right? We never, we never said, um, you know, why are we doing this or anything? I think we we're still on the same page that it's a good idea and that we want to continue doing it. But this week was just kind of a struggle for multiple reasons. Um, in in both of our cases, I know there, I think there was one night this week where I was up super late finishing homework. Um, and I just said, you know, I need to sleep. Um, and there were a couple times this week where I know we went on the walk and then I went home and had a nap <laughs> because I was just exhausted. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, that's good that you're recommitting and and going to do do better. So your goal was for your uh, skip ropes. How did that go? So uh, I did better than last week. Last week I went out zero times. This week I went out one time um, and uh, and it felt great. Like it was really good. I think... I definitely did probably the most intense workout with them that I've that I've done so far. That's not really saying much, um, but it, it did feel good to get up and get doing that. I went right after our walk. I think it was Friday that I did it, um, and and so yeah, it was it was great. Um, but at the same time, not where I want to be. So I'm going to. Um, work on that this week and hopefully I'll go out at least twice this week but we'll see uh, with that let's let's jump into the book so I know I know you said that you had kind of a hard time 
um, pulling ideas and stuff out of this. So I have some ideas that we can go through, but first I'm going to share my uh, my thoughts on this. So basically, Aristotle in book two dives into these, uh, more specifically what he's talking about when he's talking about virtues and ethics and 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 these things. And I, I want to read... Um, read what what he's talking about he he makes a few a few interesting points um in here and he talks about how there's there's two types of virtue there's the intellectual and the moral and he says intellectual is taught uh, and and in this he mentions a few times um that this is learned by building houses and that's how you become a house builder uh, and then he also talks about the moral. And the moral is more based on habit. But before you can develop the habit, it has to be uh, in, in some way uh, part of your nature. And so he talks about, uh, he says specifically, a stone, because it is born downward by nature, could not be habituated to be born upward, not even if someone habituates it, by throwing it upward 10,000 times. So you can't teach a stone to roll up a hill, right? It's going to roll down. Um, and so he relates this to, to people. First, you have to have a potentiality. Um, you have to have that potential to, to be something or to do something. And I think, I think humans have, have this potential for, for virtue. Um, and let me see, he talks, he talks a lot about moderation, he talks about um, excess and deficiencies, uh, which we're going to dive into more in our discussion. Um, and he talks about, like, too much of food and drink is bad for you, right? Basically, too much of a good thing is bad for you, and too little of a good thing is also bad for you. Um, and then one, one thing that I like as well that he said, and this is kind of to wrap up my thoughts, um, is, is he talked about, um, what makes you a virtuous person as opposed to, um, doing a virtuous act. Doing a good thing is good, but that doesn't necessarily make you a good person, right? We see all the time, bad people do good things, good people do bad things, um, but what makes you good, he says, but whatever deeds arise in accord with the virtues are not done justly or moderately if they are merely in a certain state, but only if he who does those deeds is in a certain state as well. First, if he acts knowingly. Secondly, if he acts by choosing and by choosing the actions in question for their own sake. And third, if he acts while being in a steady and unwavering state. So basically, you have to be aware, you have to be sober, and you have to knowingly choose what you're doing. You have to be doing it uh, with, with proper um, means and for a proper end. And that's what makes somebody uh, virtuous, is, is what I got out of this, is that that's what... Um, those are the habits, those are the ideas, uh, and the, the things that you can do to become a virtuous person is consistently doing these, these things knowingly and, and by choice. 
Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I got out of it. So I, I know you kind of struggled a little bit to, to find some things to think about here, but, um, what, if anything, did you get? Um, well, I was just thinking about like what you were talking about with, uh, what makes someone a virtuous person. Um, and I was thinking about like when, when we were younger, uh, we did a lot of service activities, um, We'd help people move. Uh, we would mow lawns for people who aren't able to do them th- themselves and those, those sorts of things. And um, the act itself is virtuous and kind and really good. Um, but if you go into it not wanting to do it, then that doesn't really make you a virtuous person, right? Because, I mean, someone could see you and be like, oh, there's such a great young man mowing this old person's lawn, and you could be totally grumpy about it, and if they see that, then it's like, then why are you doing it, right? Um, So it's just, it's kind of an interesting uh, thing to think about is that it's, you can do the act, but whether or not you're willing to do the act really, in the end, makes you a virtuous person. Right, exactly. It's still a good act, um, but it doesn't necessarily make you uh, make you a virtuous person. You're right. I I, I kind of want to dive more into these excesses and deficiencies, uh, but to to set the stage for this. Um, we we've mentioned previously on the show i'm assuming that you started at the beginning of the season um we've mentioned um we've mentioned aristotle's uh, virtues i think there's 11 of them that that are on on most lists 1 2 3 4 5 9 maybe or something yeah so um oh yeah i think i think there's 11 so um so you kind of you you look at these these vices and these virtues and and each one there's an extreme on either end and the virtue is in the middle and aristotle talks about how some people might be more inclined to have a vice of deficiency or a vice of excess in certain things in certain virtues and and how that can um just the way that that can affect you um, and and how sometimes in order to get to the mean, in order to get to the, the middle and that virtue, you have to kind of overshoot a little bit. So what we tend to do, and I've talked about Heigl's pendulum before on the show, is, is swinging from one extreme to the other. So if you are a coward, you might go and try and just be, you know, way too courageous and and make yourself uh, considered brash. Um, and so I I thought that was pretty pretty interesting. Um, and it makes sense. Uh, so what I want to go over here is on each of these things, I, I have a list of uh, nine of these virtues it looks like yeah so nine of them i think there's 11 kind of depends some people combine them some people whatever but um 
I'm I'm going to go through these, and I want us to to talk about if we have an uh, a vice of excess or a vice of deficiency, or if we feel like we're we're virtuous. Okay, first one: the situation is danger. Um, so uh, the vice of deficiency is cowardice. The virtue is courage, and the vice of excess is foolhardiness, or sometimes people will say brashness. Um, I'll I'll go first. I'd say I'm more on the coward's end. I think I wouldn't call myself a coward, um, but I'm definitely not brash, and I don't, and I I wouldn't say that I'm virtuous on this one. I, uh, I I definitely lean more towards cowardice, I think, and to uh, to saving my own skin. That's what I think I would be like in a in an urgent, dangerous situation. Um, but what do you what do you think for yourself, Bryce? Um, I think I'm in the same boat uh, as you, because um, I don't like I wouldn't wouldn't call myself a coward, um, but I also wouldn't say that I'm courageous <laughs> um like i mean you you always say um oh i would take a bullet for you but really would you <laughs> like um because when you're not in the situation yeah it's super easy to say that but when you are in the situation of would you actually take a bullet for me it's kind of well maybe not right um, so it's like, I would like to take a bullet for you, but in like, come the situation, I may not take a bullet for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're on the same page. We're like, yeah, I'd save my own skin. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just dropped it in the Google doc so you can see it there too. Oh, there we go. Gotcha. So for our next one, we have the situation is satisfaction of appetites. And so the um, deficiency is inhibition, the virtue is temperance, and the excess is in overindulgence. I guess I'll go, um, it kind of depends, honestly, because um, <laughs> I mean, we've, we've talked about um, my eating habits, um, previously, um, and it, it kind of depends, honestly, because some days, it depends on the day that I'm having, and if I'm craving ice cream, <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, I think, honestly, it just kind of depends, because, I mean, I'll have some days where I'm just not, doing too well and I'll just eat a ton of food and then there's other days where I'm not doing too well and I'll eat like absolutely nothing um so yeah like in the end technically they're both deficiencies because they both suck <laughs> yeah I think um I think for me I probably lean a little more over to the overindulgence uh, one, I'm definitely more inclined to that. I remember as a kid, I would, do you remember that bed that I had? I don't know if you remember this. You were like, I think you were four when we got rid of it, but I had a bed that had, um, 
uh, it had like a little compartment in it. Like the headboard had these little cupboards that I could slide closed. And I would hide. I would go to the kitchen before bed and I would put chocolate chips and marshmallows in one of those little Tupperware blue bowls that we had. And then I'd stick it in there and I'd close it. And then mom would come in, tell me a story. I don't know if she ever knew that I had like a huge stash of treats in my bed. And uh, and I would just stay up. I'd stay up late eating these treats. Um, I remember one time I had butter in there. And I just... <laughs> I just ate butter, um, which is disgusting. I don't, I don't use butter for anything but baking now. But um, yeah, I just like ate butter. It was gross, and I think Alandra knew about it because um, yeah, we're uh, we were kind of on the same wavelength on that kind of thing. I think, um, and I still, I'm still like that a little bit. I don't keep a secret stash of treats in my room anymore because I have my own pantry. I'm an adult. Um, but I do, I'm the type of person who, if the bag of chocolate chips is open, I am going to just like every day, just grab a few. So I'm really the sneaky overindulgent. I'm the overindulgent that doesn't look like gluttony, but there's like you know, I like a hit of sugar every now and then. It's not super, super, uh, like, bad. Like, I like a treat. Um, it's not like I'm eating buckets of ice cream every night. But every now and then, I might just grab a little spoonful and treat myself. Um, so I'm, I'm like the guilty, the guilty, sneaky, overindulgent type of person. And I always have been. So I definitely lean more towards that. I, I, I think our family's definitely all kind of like that. Oh, yeah. Because I know Alander would always sneak chocolate chips. I would always sneak chocolate chips. Yeah. And I then... mean, <laughs> I was really bad at it. I would sneak um, the uh, dad's drumsticks. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. And then, <laughs> That's so bad. Um, and then uh, I would... What I would do is... Because when mom made a big batch of her confused cookies, she would put them into little Ziploc bags and, freeze and them. then stick them in the freezer. Mm -hmm. And those cookies are still really good even when they're frozen. Oh, I love them frozen. Yeah. And uh, so, so I would always, I would sneak downstairs um, open up the freezer. I would I would open up one bag, take one cookie out of that bag, seal it. Open up another bag, take one cookie out of that bag, seal it. Open up another bag, take one cookie out of that bag, seal it. And then I would just like put them in my pocket and walk to my room like nothing happened. That's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do. That's so funny because then I remember... So mom never really cared that much. Like, I'm pretty sure she knew that that's what we did, um, but she never made a big deal about it. But I remember dad would always be like, who's stealing the chocolate chips? Who, who's, who's eating the chocolate chips? And it was all of us. Like, there was not a single <laughs> unguilty person. Like, you know, Alandra and Jerrica were also stealing chocolate chips. Like, it wasn't just us. But we're just... <laughs> yeah. Well, so a lot bad. of the time, I would steal them with Alandra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, don't, don't tell dad. And it's like, 
we always were very careful to clean things up and, you know, try and hide the mess or make it look like we're not stealing that much. But they slowly just disappeared. Wow, what happened? We have no idea. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? On on this topic, um, I just kind of I want to get this out there because it's kind of funny. Um, and I mean, I'm sure dad knew like what I was doing. Um, but, um, when, when we were like, when you and Alandra were in high school, I would always be the first one home. Um, I would beat you guys home by like half an hour or so. And dad was always at work and the school would call the home phone and it would say, oh, your child was absent during block four or whatever period. Right. And but I would get home and I would always check the messages as soon as I got home. And I would hear that that message and then I hit delete. Much appreciated, Bryce. Yeah, so so whenever like you or Alandra or whomever skipped class, dad never knew because I just deleted the message. <laughs> um Yeah, and uh Jerica and I were allowed to skip class. Like, um they they let us, although then when I quit high school, then that's another story. But uh, yeah, so basically we are very overindulgent in our family. Not like, not extreme though. Like I wouldn't say that we're super, super bad at giving into our appetites, but we just kind of, you know, we do it. We we do our thing. Um, and I, I, have, I have worked to move more toward temperance um i do eat a lot healthier now i don't eat as much junk when i buy chocolate and stuff like that it's always for baking so then i actually i feel better about indulging in things like that because i share it with people and it tastes good and i try new recipes and stuff like that um and also i don't think that you should you know just like go hard against sugar right like it's something enjoyable and it's nice nice to have a treat with with friends but we should probably move on to the next one we spent a long time on on that um okay gift giving uh so the deficiency is miserliness um if you remember that uh oh what's it called it was uh one of those christmas movies there was the miser and he he hated christmas and it wasn't it wasn't a christmas carol it was it was one of those animated stop animated ones if you remember that um the virtue is generosity and the excess is extravagance now for myself i would say i probably land on miserliness i i don't like giving gifts like at christmas i don't buy a gift for anybody i don't care um, I don't like getting gifts either, though, so I don't, I, I, I don't really know how I feel about that. Um, so I, I don't feel too bad about it, but I would say I probably lean towards miserliness. Um, that said, like we've talked about before, totally okay to buy somebody lunch. Like I'm not a jerk, but um, I'd say I probably lean towards miserliness a little bit. What about you? Um, I think I kind of fall in all three categories, honestly, um, because, um, like for me, so when it comes to Christmas specifically, yeah, I'm kind of, uh, 
miserliness um, because I just, I think last Christmas I just sat at home and did nothing. Um, and then, like, literally I was sitting there, I'm just like, man, right now I really wish I was one of those people who had to work on Christmas Day. Um, and then, um, but then also I would say generosity and, um, um, yeah, so I would say, like, I would say, um, on the other end, I would be generous and extravagance because, um, like, uh, I'll, I like, I enjoy going out for lunch with people and, and I'll pay, like, I, I will absolutely pay for lunch. Um, even if you make a butt ton more money than me, I'll still pay for lunch. Um, like I actually have a hard time letting people pay for lunch, even if they make a lot more money than I do. Um, I don't like getting gifts. Um, they like, I mean, they're nice, but honestly, I have no clue. Like, I mean, yeah, you say thank you, but I just, yeah. I, I don't, I don't like receiving gifts. Like, I, I like them because it's, especially if, like, I do actually want whatever it is. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I could have just bought this for myself. I'm totally fine you not giving this to me. Um, so it's, it, it's kind of weird for, for me where I fall. So, okay, so for the pursuit of goals, the deficiency is unamb unambitious, um, the virtue is proper ambition and the excess is excess ambition. So Alex, why don't you start us off with that one? I, I would say, I would say that inside I have an excess of ambition. Like I have a lot of things that I want to accomplish, a lot of things that I want to do, um, and, and create and be a part of, um, however, I think, I feel like sometimes my actions don't match that. Like sometimes my actions, I feel a little bit more unambitious, you know, like in my heart, I'm ambitious, but then outside, sometimes I feel like I'm not doing anything for it. And maybe that's a, a consequence. Maybe that's just like my perspective of it. Maybe I actually, you know, am being ambitious, um, but yeah, I, I mean, not really a ton to, to say on this one, but I think I, I probably lean a little more toward the excess of ambition. Um, not that I let, you know, my goals and my plans ruin my relationships and, and the things that I care about, um, but I could see myself uh, being more naturally inclined to do that. Like, I think if I didn't analyze my life if i if i was living an unexamined life um i would definitely um definitely sacrifice everything to reach my goals um which is kind of terrible and something that obviously by looking at my life i'm working on but yeah bryce what about you kind of sort of the same um there's definitely a lot of things that i want to do and I do none of them. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, like, outwardly, I, I don't do anything. I don't, um, 
I don't sacrifice, like, I will not sacrifice my relationships to do things. Um, and, um, yeah, it's kind of, it, it's, it's weird. I've, I've noticed a lot of things about me, um, especially when it comes to goals and like getting stuff done and that sort of thing, because if <laughs> I've, I've noticed, and I don't know if it's the same with you and like, I don't know about other people if they could agree with me or not. Um, but for me, if I go to work and I'm having a bad day, then like, I just, I shut up and I just do my work and get it done super quickly because it's like, I just don't want to be there. Right. And then when I get home, I do absolutely nothing because I mean, technically there is nowhere to go. Um, so yeah. So it's like, so if I'm having a bad day while I'm at work, I really get the work done and just like, um, am extra ambitious because I mean, I'm just being a grump and I'm just, I don't want to talk to anyone. But then when I'm, when I'm happy and like having a good day and stuff, it's like, I talk a little bit more and I make other people's day really, really good. Cause that, that was one thing that like, when I was talking to my boss about this, he was like, it's weird because, um, like when you're, when you talk and when you're happy and everything, like it makes everyone else happy, right? It lightens the mood. Um, but at the same time, it's a problem because I'm not doing so great with my actual job. But yeah, so it's kind of, it's kind of interesting on that one. Um, so that's why I would say I'm kind of all over on the, pl on, on the chart on that one. It's always about finding that balance, right? Okay, well, uh, let's do, let's do self-appraisal. So this is, this is how you see yourself. Uh, we have feelings of inferiority. We have proper pride, and we have vanity. Um, so Bryce, where do you think you fall? Oh, I fall everywhere again. Um, because, like, I, I think I talked about this a little bit last week, either on our podcast or just on our walk. Um, but, like, the reason why I want to kind of focus on reading these books and stuff and just kind of doing my own thing and keep to myself a little bit is that um, then I can have that proper pride. Um, it's like um, pride and humility is what I called it. I don't know if I mentioned that on the, the podcast or not. You did. You did. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of what I feel about for, for proper pride um, because, I mean, vanity is kind of like that that pride that that people say oh stay away from um so but i like i think with with vanity um i i i kind of poke at it i would say because i i do i do want to show people my achievements and stuff because i mean in a sense i have no one to show um and then but then I also f uh, have feelings of inf inferior inferiority um, because, like, I know that I can do better. Um, like, I was, <laughs> I, was I was talking with, uh, with uh, my, my coworker yesterday, and I know, like, you and I have had this conversation. And um, so work has been really insane. Um, because there's, um, 
too much work for one person to do without ripping their hair out, um, but not enough work for a second person to be hired. Um, and so it's been, it's been driving me absolutely crazy, um, because I'm, I'm doing so many different things at work when really I should just be doing my, my job and not like all these other jobs that we don't have people for because we don't have enough work to hire someone for. Um, and so like, I've been, uh, like my, my roommate is, is out of work. And so I've been trying to get him a job at tower with me, um, so that I don't continue to rip out my hair and so that he can, cause basically if, if he doesn't get a job by the, by the time our lease is up, which is coming up really soon here, um, then he's going to move back in with his parents, uh, cause like he can't pay rent. Um, and, but if he, if he gets a job, then he'll stay moved out. Um, so make it a lot easier on me if, if he gets a job. Um, but I was, I was telling my coworker that basically either he needs to get a job or I need to get a raise. But the problem is, is that I don't deserve a raise. I may be doing all this stuff, but I feel personally, like, even if, even if the boss feels like I deserve one, I feel like I don't. And that's, I think like, that's kind of something that I've grown up a lot thinking about is that whoa, well, you can do better. Like, you did this, but you still can do better, right? So that's that's just kind of my stance on on that. I kind of fall fall everywhere, depending on the um, situation, I guess. Right, right. And I mean, so for myself, yeah, it depends on the situation as well. I mean, some, with some people, I definitely feel <laughs> inferior to. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of garbage. Um, but I would say, I'd say I definitely have an excess uh, I basically think I'm the bee's knees. Um, I I don't I don't think I'm a I'm a jerk about it, and I try not to be like in people's face about it. But I'm definitely proud of who I am and and what I do, and and I think yeah, I definitely lean toward vanity. Um, I've never been one to have like a guilty conscience. I think I tried to when I was younger because I thought I thought having a guilty conscience was like um, what what like made you holy or something. Do you know what I mean? Like I I always tried to be like no I I am worthless because of the mistakes that I have made. And I in my head I thought that was like me feeling sorrow for my sins and then I kind of realized that's bs and I decided to think I was awesome and it feels so much better to to think well of yourself uh, that said I do think I've um I I kind of naturally inclined toward vanity swung towards the feelings of inferiority and now I'm back on the vanity side and hopefully inching my way to just proper pride but I, I feel pretty okay with where I'm at. And maybe that's fain of me. But <laughs> uh, with that, do you want to get us started on the next one? So next we've got the response to insults. So you have the deficiency, which is apathy. Um, the virtue, which is mean. And the excess, which is irascibility. Um, so I'm going to go ahead on this one. 
I think, honestly, it depends on who is insulting me. <laughs> um, because, I mean, at, at, at work, we kind of, we jokingly insult each other, I guess. Um, right. So. Okay, but let's say, let's say, like, a serious insult. Yeah, if it's, if it's a serious insult, um, I, I definitely try to, to, to be patient on it, um, but I definitely will sometimes go a little overboard, um, because, I mean, for, for example, this is, this is where it's kind of a, a, a 50-50. I was, um, once told, uh, or called a Nazi because of my German heritage, which I am very proud of. However, I am not a Nazi at all. I'm not proud of that part of my German heritage. Um, and, and, um, anyways, so, so yeah, I was, I was called a Nazi one day and inside I was really like really mad about it. Um, and I think it, I think it did help that I knew this guy and he was kind of my friend and, and afterward or, um, and I don't know, I think he was trying to prove a point which his point didn't really get proven all too well. Um, <laughs> um, but basically he was like, yeah, I can, uh, I could call Bryce a Nazi and he would be okay with it. And I'm just like, um, because he, he was trying to say that like he under, uh, like that I understood that he was joking. Um, and I just kind of, I, 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 I mentioned to him afterwards, I'm like, look, I'm like, I, I understand that, that you were joking about it, but you should never say that to someone. So, because it's like, it's, it's one thing if, if you, if you, in a sense, jokingly call someone a loser or whatever. Um, but that is, it, it's a, it's a lot, a lot more out there. Uh, like it's a lot bigger. Right. Right. Um, so, so I think that's something too, where just as a, a as a caution to everyone is you may be joking when when you say certain things to people um but you have to make sure that it's it's light enough that like if 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 they know that you're joking you need to you need to still make sure that it is um not like this huge issue or anything like that if that makes any sense. Yeah, you kind of, you have to be yeah, aware. Yeah, yeah. so so I definitely, um, I would probably say I'm closer to patience. Um, there's definitely times where um, there is the deficiency or the uh, excess in there, but but definitely a lot closer to patience on that one. Pretty, pretty in the middle. Yeah, I'd say, uh, I'd say I'm probably pretty in the middle uh l definitely lean towards apathy though i think i uh i naturally i'm inclined toward irascibility like um i used to have a lot of anger issues and so i didn't like i just i wouldn't take it from anybody um and i was a real a-hole about it too um so definitely naturally inclined to be um, just very nasty about it and just um, just get very easily upset by it. But then 
um, I think I, I definitely lean towards apathy now because I've just kind of not, not really care too much anymore. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's where I stand on it. Um, social conduct. So this one, this, this one, uh, I have a lot of experience with, uh, there's the vice of deficiency, which is rudeness of the virtue is friendliness and the vice of excess is obsequiousness, um, which from what I understand is just like beingly, being overly welcome, um, just kind of, yeah, being, being a little too much, a little overbearing with your friendship. Um, I, I think, again, uh, I'm naturally inc- inclined to rudeness. Um, and then in order to get away from that negativity, um, like I've mentioned before, uh, I had anger problems. Um, and so to get away from that, I went all the way to the other end of the spectrum, swung over that way. And now I think, uh, I think I'm a little bit slightly more onto the rudeness scale, but I still try and keep it pretty friendly. So I, I'm probably, I'm probably pretty in the middle on this one. Like I, I, I feel pretty good about it. Um, I think I could be slightly more friendly, but this one I actually feel pretty okay about. Uh, what about you, Bryce? Um, this one I would, I would also agree with you that it's like, I feel pretty okay with, um, because like, I mean, as also with you, I'm kind of inclined to, to rudeness. Um, you can ask dad on that one. (laughs) Um, but, um, like even if I'm having a really bad day at work or whatever, and a customer walks in, I'll always approach them with it with a smile on my face. Like I know how to basically fake it until I make it. Um, or, or when, when I answer the phone at work, I, I try to be super nice. Even if whomever is on the phone is being extremely painful and stupid. Um, but it's like, so it's, I, even if there's like all this anger inside, it's like, I try to be super nice and, and just calm and just kind of take it as it is. Um, and then like, there might be complaints afterwards that I might tell someone. Um, but it's not like, it's not like it's, I'm complaining to the person or I'm being rude back if they're being rude to me or whatever. Um, I remember, um, at um after Jerica's wedding we went to Buffalo Wild Wings and we're all sitting there and chatting and everything and the waitress is bringing our drinks and um i think she tripped or like something happened and she accidentally spilt one of the drinks on Claire and Claire at the time was what 11 or somewhere around there she was quite young like, she was definitely no more than 13 and no younger than 9. Um, and so she's this super young girl, and the waitress feels so bad. And Claire's like, oh, no, it's okay. Like, don't worry. Like, it happens. And it literally shocks everyone. Like, everyone at the table, uh, the waitress, like, everyone who was listening was just amazed at how nice Claire was about it. 
Um, and then you'll get, you'll get other people who it's like, like, it's totally an accident and it will happen and they'll start freaking out. They're like, I want to talk to your manager. And then they'll talk to the manager and they'll be like, oh, I want this person fired and blah, blah, blah. Right. I mean, that's also maybe just in movies, but, um, but yeah, like that's, that's my little rant on (laughs) everyone tried to be nice to fast food people. They don't deserve it. <laughs> yeah. So awareness of fl- uh, awareness in one of one flaw. Holy cow! Awareness of one's flaws. Um. So there is shamelessness, um, modesty, and shyness. Um. So Alex, why don't you take off on this one? So yeah, this this one's kind of interesting to me because i mean if if you look at my social media uh, if you look at my youtube channel my instagram my facebook all of it um there's a lot of stuff that's just hidden um like instagram i have uh, probably hundreds of archived photos um and and YouTube, I have a ton of privated photos. If you listen to the podcast that I do with um, my my twin sister Alandra, called Lando and Lexi, we we sometimes mention one of one of those hidden videos, um, and then give a special link to it. Um, but I'm not I'm not totally open about it, and so I. I feel like I'm a little bit more on the shyness. Like I like to portray myself in a positive light. I like to have kind of a curated appearance and be intentional about it. Part of that, there, there, there's a part of that that comes from um, me doing branding and marketing. Like that's my job um, is to do that. So then I try and apply those principles to myself and to my own profiles. I also don't like clutter, so I think I like that my Instagram uh, only has three things on it at any given time, um, and so that's kind of that's kind of me in practice. However, I do I I do feel like sometimes I lean. I don't know. I pro- I I definitely lean over more to the shyness. I'm not gonna say that I'm more more shameless because. I, I do try and put on a very specific appearance. If you ever see me, I'm probably wearing almost identical clothes to the clothes I'm wearing now and to the clothes that I wore yesterday and to the clothes that I wore before that. It's probably a button-up shirt, a plain solid color button-up shirt with uh, like khakis or, or you know, something, something of the sort. Um, and, and that I bring up, my clothing because that just kind of shows that I don't I'm shy about my personality like you could go through all of my things and you you wouldn't be able to find out what movies or tv shows or things like that I'm a fan of I love a lot of that stuff I'm super into like Star Trek and Star Wars um and even My Little Pony look there's some shamelessness I like My Little Pony it's a great show but um, if you went through my things, you wouldn't find any of that. So I don't wear it on my sleeve, but I'm 
I wouldn't say that I'm embarrassed about it. So I'd say I'm pretty in the middle on this, but definitely leaning towards uh, shyness. What about you, Bryce? Um, I'd probably say about the same. Like there are some things where um, definitely shameless, um, but then other things that I would be modest about and other things even shy about. Um, so it just, I, I mean, it just kind of depends, um, when it comes to my flaws, um, I think it, it, it's, it's kind of weird because I, I definitely, like, I'll point out my flaws a lot, a lot more than I point out my, um, achievements, um, but at the same time, I don't like pointing out my flaws. Um, so yeah, so it's like, I hide my flaws, but I hide my achievements even more. Um, and then also like on the side of social media and stuff, I like, pff, there's next to nothing on, um, on my Facebook page. I, I think the only thing from 2020 is the change of my profile picture which is a cow um <laughs> and then um i think i i honestly think that's the only thing in in 20 uh 2020 that there is and then there's a couple posts from 2019 a couple posts in 2018 um most most of the my posts are just kind of quotes um and then there's there's one uh one or two posts on there that's that's that was actually done by a friend of mine um she just tagged me in it um but one if you go far enough um it talks about how she broke her badminton racket on my head and i've decided to leave that on my facebook because it's a funny story <laughs> um but yeah, so so it's like I am definitely like very private, but at the same time very open. It's it's just kind of weird. Um, like social media side of things, I'm very private. Um, but when it comes to like if if we want to have a conversation about whatever, um, a lot of the time I am fairly open about it. Um, it just kind of depends on who I'm talking to as well. Right. Right. Um, so so yeah, like. That, that one, it is very um, dependent on who I'm talking with and stuff. Um, but for the most part, I would probably say quite shy. Yeah, I, I, I think we're on the same page on this one. Is that I think it just comes from um, a desire to um, present ourselves appropriately for the audience. Because I'm the same way. Like if I'm having a conversation one-on-one -on -one with somebody there's nothing really that I wouldn't say if I felt like it was appropriate right um however uh when we're online I think there is that um court of public opinion um that we're both very aware of so I think I I, I think um we're both probably in reality quite modest uh, but definitely towards shyness, kind of concerned with our, um, with what people think about us. I think we're both quite aware of that and we want people to think well of us. So I think we're both pretty controlling of our image, 
in in some ways like that. Okay, so the situation is conversation. Um, and and the questions are, or the options are, evisive deficiency, boorishness, a virtue, that's wittiness, and the vice of excess, that's buffoonery. So if you want... Um, if you want some examples, uh, Jim from The Office is a buffoon, as is Michael Scott. Um, and I would say Angela is boorish. So, uh, Bryce, where do, you, where do you fall here? Um, well, honestly, it kind of depends. Um, again, like if I'm if I'm really good friends with someone and they're also kind of a buffoon, <laughs> then I'll join them <laughs> on that one. Um, I wouldn't quite say like in the sense of being witty. I wouldn't say that I am witty, but I am kind of just like I mean I I know some people they just say that I'm I'm a pleasant person to have a conversation with. So yeah, but I'm definitely. <laughs> I'm no uh, Angela. <laughs> um, like people enjoy talking uh, with me. Maybe not so much over text because I hate texting. But yeah, like in in person, I definitely can have a have a good conversation um, with someone. So I would probably say that I would be in the middle, honestly. Yeah, I'd I'd put myself in the kind of more middle of this. I'm more inclined. Um, to be a buffoon, if you knew me when I was younger, um, definitely more inclined toward buffoonery. And then I, sw I, I went hard on boorishness, just like follow the rules, just obsessed with, you know, doing things the right way. Um, and now I think, I think I'm a little bit more, more pleasant. I think, I think I've, um, swung closer to the middle, but I've definitely gone back and forth on this. I'd even say that um, now I lean toward boorishness. Like I, I'm not as social and I'm kind of more down to business. Um, but yeah, pretty middle. So I, I think that's a that's a good place to wrap it up. I think this was kind of a good way to, to a good conversation to have on this one because um, because this will definitely shed light as we as we go forward throughout the rest of the book so as we wrap up here uh bryce i'm curious um what are you going to do to improve this week and maybe maybe perhaps tell me um one of these specific virtues that you're going to work on this week let's see um well i will be uh trying to work on my book thing again and working out and stuff and hopefully having a better week and we'll see about me sleeping as well <laughs> um but let's see here I think one thing is definitely the pursuit of goals um and just kind of having the proper ambition um and so, like, I mean, part of me, I think, needs to have excess ambition, just kind of throw myself into it. Um, and then I can kind of kind of kind of settle down a little bit 
that that's kind of what I'm working on and it, and it fits with, with what I will be doing already. Um, so, and goals are a huge part in life anyways. Um, cause I mean, like you can, you can get by with, with some of these things. Like, honestly, you can get by being a coward. Um, like not as well, maybe as if you're just, uh, if you, if you have courage. Um, but, but with goals, it's, it's good to set some goals, especially if you want to kind of improve your life. Um, so, because frankly, if you set goals and and have the proper ambition for them, then you can just set a goal to become more courageous. Right. Yeah. I kind. I. I. I see what you mean. I see what you're getting at. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think that's that's a great idea. Um. Anything else you're going to work on? Um. No, I think like I I do um I I actually want to make a a printout of this list because it's it's pretty good because then you can see kind of where you're at and think about it a little bit and keep it in the back of your head. Um so I'm going to print that out, but other than that, no. Um so what about yourself? What what is something that you are going to improve on this week? Um so I mean like I mentioned before in our physical goals I'm going to work more on um on, on using my jump ropes and and getting out and doing those exercises and working out more. Um I'm also uh this past week I th- this past week I did post on the Reddit for Mental Monday. I did a little mental check-in. Um I think that's something I'd like to do all three posts this week. I, I'd like to to get that done and, and be more active there. Um, so, I mean, working on my goals, that's going to be a big thing for me as well. But I think the uh, virtue that I'm going to work on is friendliness. I think I could definitely do with being a lot more friendly with people, a lot more open and kind and um, and and less short with people um which i'm only five seven so i kind of can't help but uh just just being a little nicer uh that's something i'm gonna work on um but yeah i suppose that does it for this edition of the old goal of truth for next week join us in studying book three of aristotle's nicomachean ethics in particular, you can join us on reddit.com slash r slash togotpod. That's T-O-G-O-T-P-O-D. Thanks for studying with us. Mecco.